How about them Dodgers, baby? Gotta love it. Oh, man. Never be excited for the Dodgers to win the World Series until the World Series is over and has been won by the Dodgers, right? I mean, it was just a great game, though. Dude, there was like seven score changes, and then you got Baez comes in, and that guy's an idiot every year in the playoffs. Dave Roberts loves him. Loves him. No no idea why. Every year. Dude, Dave Roberts was pissed last night. Did you see that? Yeah, bro. Everyone everyone was pissed. You should be pissed. You're a head coach. You're paying this guy millions of dollars to be in the outfield, field a ball, throw it home, and you might have a tie game with an opportunity to win in the 10th, in right? But instead, he kicks it around. They make – Two errors in one play. And the best part about it is that after it's over, Kenley Jansen is not backing up home plate. The idiot that, that I was going to ask game. you about that. He blows every game, bro. And he doesn't, he's <laughs> just like his fat guy. He doesn't want to back up home plate. You know, you already screwed up. Just go back up home plate. It's all you got to do. Okay. But, but to be fair, if Chris Taylor would have filled that cleanly, he would have just hit the cut and it would have been runners on first and third. Yes, it should have never came to that. But at the same time, when you're a pitcher, the one thing that you're always taught is to back up home plate. Like if you're getting if you're getting shit on, like that's one thing, right? You're already sucking for your team. And Kenley Jansen does that a lot, you know? So if I was him, maybe in practice, because whatever he's doing now is not helping him pitch, maybe he should just work on backing up home plate. Clearly <laughs> he fucking forgot. Uh, hey, he's the definition of a short thrower. He is the definition of a short thrower. That guy used to be a long thrower, and now he's a short. It, it, dude, if you're going to suck, like I sucked at one point, right? I sucked. I'll tell you right now, I still backed up home plate because it's the <laughs> only thing that I could do. That was right. If you, could, if you could do one thing right, just go back up home plate, Kinley. Just go back up home plate, Kinley. Seemed pretty heartbroken there. Yeah, I'm upset. I'm a Dodgers fan, and, I, and I'll show the Dodgers all day because they are the most embarrassing team to ever be a fan of in the history of being. Okay, a fan hey, 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 hey. They are successful. Getting to the World Series is hard, and see, you've been spoiled because Dodgers have gotten to the World Series like every year for the last five years. Yeah, you want to know? I told you this already. The Giants have like 160 less wins, which there's 162 games in a baseball season. The Giants have more than a seasons, a full seasons of wins right a full season of wins the giants have less than the dodgers and they have three more world series in the last 10 years explain to me how that is blessed i don't understand well the giants are a bunch of gangsters though so dude the giants are just they're, just, they're grinders hey all right so we have a melrose on this week this girl pops on twitch three weeks ago she's just she's got an amazing voice and she's on spotify too um and she just comes on our show and we didn't know this, but she's only been on Twitch for three weeks. Um, we typically go into people's chats who have like 7,500 viewers, 50 viewers, just to, you know, see if they want to come on and, and we, if we can get their story. And she did. She had 7,500 viewers. I've been streaming for three years and I have like four. And she came on for three weeks, somehow found just a really good way to get a ton of viewers quickly. And it sounds like she's going to be launching, you know, kind of a new career path with this whole Twitch thing. Yeah, she was a beast, man. I mean, she, yeah, she's just doing it already. And it took three weeks to, if you can average 75 viewers, you can make a, a, you know, an income off of that and just do it full time. So hopefully she finds a way to do that as well as, um, you know, get through the pandemic, like other struggling artists and make her music. Yeah. I mean, I said this before about another podcast, but I mean, I think her story again is going to resonate with a lot of people trying to get started and overcoming the mental health issues, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Episode four, Shaking and Bacon podcast coming in hot. Let's get it.
Shake and Bake. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Can you hear us all right? Yes. First of all, thank you for uh, staying up until midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a grandma. This is late for me, but no I, worries. It's so... <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have done it. So I just want to say thank you, first of all. Um, I'm, I'm Mason. This is Christian. We just started this about a few weeks ago and we saw your, uh, we saw your stream. We just kind of pop into people's chats here and there from music to Fortnite to, I don't know, drums, anything that's going on. We just pop in and we saw you singing and it was, it was pretty cool. I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. No problem. Have you, uh, how, when did you start pursuing music full time? So I quit my job well over two years ago now to pursue music I was I, I've been kind of a full-time performer um, playing a lot of what you know pub gigs and stuff like that around um, England and what were but, you doing before that what, what was your full-time job well I mean I, I was a barista for a couple of years but like I always kind of knew that I wanted to pursue music it was kind of like I just need a job to pay the bills for now until I can make that happen eventually managed to like get enough contacts over the years and so on that I could you know comfortably quit my job and be like I should be okay now yeah um until March you know this year <laughs> <laughs> yeah until 2020 uh, decided to happen correct yeah yeah I was like it's funny you know when when I was thinking of the pros and cons I didn't really think global pandemic that's going to wipe out all my work yeah um, I'm, I'm curious I've, I've got a really good friend here she's from seattle and the same exact thing your story is it's actually kind of weird her name's kelly rose and your name's amel rose and you're both <laughs> kelly rose music and amel rose music on it's amel am, am i wrong about that i don't want it is amel yes okay and is that is that the real name or is that your real name or is that a stage name no that's my real name it's your middle is it oh. your middle name no no oh all right okay i get it but if you had a stage name do you have like do you have anything in mind that you would have for your stage name i've thought about it for a long time i was like do i want to keep like my actual name or do i want like a weird bad name <laughs> but then i just couldn't think of anything good so i just kind of stuck with my own name and i was like this this will do this is amel, amel rose does it yeah. I, I would have been i yeah. for sure would have been dj like cheddar mace or something i'm not sure. <laughs> i think that would have been badass well so Look, look, the pandemic happens and I was like shocked. So when I popped into your stream, you had about 70 to 80 people watching you. And then just so you know, I've been streaming for three years and I haven't been very good about it. I've been off and on. I play video games. I think I'm funny. I, I'm probably not. I think I am, but I'm probably not. And I average like six people and four of them are me and my buddy back home. You have 400 something followers on Twitch and, and 75 people are watching you. So what are you doing right? I honestly, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me because, well, you know, a couple of my friends like introduced me to the whole Twitch world. I didn't know anything about it three months ago. You know? No one does. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, you do so well. And I did this collab stream before I actually created my channel with um, the two of them in Ireland. I went to visit and we just like sang some songs together. So I, I had the advantage of some viewers from that stream that I did were like, oh, we want to see a man on Twitch. So, you know, I thought, okay, I'm going to have, you know, maybe 10 people already interested by the time I start, which is a good way to start. And oh, it's I'm amazing. If I had I 10 have... people, I would be like ecstatic, right? <laughs> I, I mean, and I, I, 
I honestly don't know what happened. I think I just got really lucky and for some reason got raided by some pretty big streamers at the very beginning. Who, do, do you remember? Um, Venus World especially, like okay. a lot of her viewers stuck around, living in the middle. I mean, and they were obviously all musicians, but on my very first stream, I got raided with like 200 people and I kind of freaked out because I was like, I am literally just learning about this. And so what is going do on? Just, do people just see you in, in a stream and click on you or is it broadcasted, advertised anywhere? I think, I don't know. I have a feeling the algorithm is like picking up on the fact that I had this like growth from the very beginning. And it's like a lot of people are finding me through recommended, it turns out, um, from my understanding. I People are asking me, you know, like, how did you grow so fast? I could not tell you really. It's kind of- Well, you got raided. And, and just so people who are listening understand, a raid is when someone who typically, I mean, anyone can raid anyone. You could have two viewers and raid someone's channel. But if you have a, if you raid someone's channel and you have 250 people watching you, what you do is you basically send those people over to that person's channel. And now you're watching that person. So it's basically like you're promoting someone and in order, in order to get that, it's pretty rare. So the fact that you've got it a couple of times now, you are right. It's extremely lucky and it's very helpful. I mean, I think I've also really made a point of like, inserting myself in the community and watching a lot of streamers and being there and present in the chats and things like that not in the way of like i'm going on someone else's stream and i'm promoting myself right just like just being there like eventually i think people people's curiosity if they see me and they're recommended now right be like, oh i've seen her around you know maybe i'll check it out i think i mean it's interesting to me the whole twitch thing because i studied social media a lot for my own music anyway uh, in the first place and I work very closely with someone who you know got a major in music business and stuff like that so I've always had to think about social media strategies Twitch is a completely new platform to me and I didn't know much about it I've kind of applied what I know which is you know make your presence known but I think I've also been just extremely lucky with it um and I, keep, and I keep saying that to, you know, the people in my Discord and stuff. They're like, yeah, but, you know, we stumbled upon you and we actually really enjoyed it. So that's why we came back. I don't know what it is I'm doing right. I don't know if there's some... Maybe you're just I'm good. Sure. You're, first of all, your, mu- <laughs> your music's incredible. So you're yeah. doing that right. Second of all, you're you're very likable. And when we came in, we just like you were interacting with everyone. And, and that's that's the thing that impresses me the most. Because when I'm playing a video game, there's like down times you know whenever there's nothing going yeah, on yeah, yeah. and i can talk to chat and i can i can have a conversation and that kind of stuff but you know you're playing music so you you actually were playing a couple of songs and inter, you were interacting with the chat in the middle of your song and i was like that that's the kind of thing that makes me smile because you're able to like continue the flow of a song while talking to people and that's just shows you where you've been a live performer, which is, you know. That's that's great. what I mean, though. I've learned a lot, obviously, being an entertainer for a living before this as well. I mean, this is a new platform, but I have have played a hell of a lot of gigs right. and I've learned to read a room. Now it's reading a room maybe in a bit of a different mm-hmm. way. A chat room. Virtual. <laughs> chat room, yeah. exactly. But um, I, I'm, I'm still an entertainer at the end of the day and I still kind of, like, figure these things out. And I'm also, like... Because I, I had some, in my teenagers, I had some experience being on YouTube and things like that. I, I, 
I'm not very shy in front of a camera and things like that. So that's definitely an advantage for what, what did you do with, as, on YouTube as a teenager? Just like your own channel or? Yeah, I, I ran this channel. I did a bunch of covers and like, you know, vloggy yeah. stuff. And I kind of gave that up in 2016 because I just fell out of love with it. And the platforms changed so much over the years. It's right. really different to now to what it was, you know, five years ago. Yeah. Um, so I fell out of love with it and that's fine but um, I think having had that experience means that now today being back in front of a camera was like oh yeah this is fine I know how to do this so you you just got familiar with Twitch very recently yes and the pandemic what's it like you know we're in America so you know are you (laughs) able to perform again are you back doing gigs not at all not at all well gigs are technically allowed back but the reality is they're saying you know audiences need to be socially distanced and stuff like that so the reality of it is no one has the budget to have live music anywhere right so um you know none of my regulars are interested in having live music I do weddings as well no one wants to get married because it's 15 people max, including right. musicians. So technically we're allowed to play, but it's not possible. And, and I majorly, like, I don't do this on Twitch as much actually, but normally I especially do party type gigs mm-hmm. um, where, you know, it's the type of gigs where random people are going to be kissing each other within an hour because they've done <laughs> too much. And it's like, this is not, Amen. this is not doable. <laughs> Not doable. Well, okay. I can't. I can't be responsible for that. So, what's the plan? I mean, from here on out, we we obviously none of us know when we're going to have the opportunity to live life normally again. And for people in your situation, entertainers especially, who you know at one point had a full time gig doing music for bars, weddings, whatever it was, what's the plan now after realizing what your opportunity is on Twitch? Are you going to, if the pandemic comes back, are you going to balance streaming and and live gigs oh man i mean i it i had like those months not doing anything essentially were like so hard on me mentally um i found it very difficult to not be productive and not be doing what i love and like you know sharing that with an audience and so finding twitch has been like twitch twitch sorry (laughs) french accent coming out we're still learning (laughs) um (laughs) that has been like such a joy the last month or so I've been having so much fun it's so great having something to look forward to and now the way I'm thinking about is you know when gigs do eventually come back I I think I want to be doing both I want to be finding some kind of balance balance between the two because I they're very different gigs and live streams but I very much enjoy both. And actually I, I had been saying for a while, cause you know, prior to this, I was playing four gigs a week type of thing. And I had been saying, actually, I'd like to diversify a little bit and do it in such a way that it's not, you know, full big party gigs a week. Mm. Cause that can be pretty draining and maybe just something that's a little bit more low key. And so, so doing both would be absolutely amazing if people yeah. still want to have me by then. Well, I mean, <laughs> fingers crossed right no one knows what's coming up I, I i my heart aches for anyone who's you know i have a normal day-to-day job that i i was fortunate enough to keep through the pandemic so anyone who's you know i have friends who are experiencing some, some some pretty rough stuff throughout the covid 19 yeah. uh pandemic but i mean it sounds like you've kind of found it you found the light in a dark tunnel 
with Twitch. Um, and it, it just, you know, it's inspiring to a lot of people out there. There is opportunities out there. Are you able to support, I don't know if, if you don't want to answer this, it's fine, but are you able to support yourself by doing Twitch, you know, as a full-time job? Do you know what? It's only been three weeks. So it's really hard for me to say like, yeah, this is going to be like this every month. But I mean, with what happened in the last three weeks, if that were to happen, yes, I would be able to support wow. myself, which is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Who, who was the, you said you had a couple of friends from, you say Ireland? Was that, was that what it was? Sorry, what? You, you streamed your first time on Twitch. It wasn't on your account. You were with a couple of buddies from, was it Ireland that you said? I, 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 yes. Yeah. And, uh, and were they, are they like a well-known band or how do they, how did you get the immediate following or viewing just from that one stream or, you know, couple streams with those people? Well, I think they, they have their regular viewers, you know, um, and me being around and being introduced to them that night and, you know, being myself and like making jokes and actually participating and not just sitting there and letting them talk, you know, the whole time. Like what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I'll have to check it out. But yeah, I think uh, some people after that were very much like, I would like to see a Melzone channel. Um, so I definitely had a few people like from the beginning be there with me, which was really nice. And I was part of their, you know, Discord servers as well. Right. And very active in there and stuff like that. And as far as like future goes, you, you say songwriter and musician. So, um, you know, what's your, what's your end goal? Are you looking to be, do you want to be more of that songwriter behind the scenes, write something that, you know, famous people buy and sing, or do you want to be on a stage performing in front of a hundred thousand people? I, I mean, my original music project is extremely important to me. Um, so I, I mean, I I'd had started working on my first album pre-pandemic and then that kind of like got put on hold because of finances and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm not making the kind of income I was to be like putting back into my music. So that that was the other like very depressing part right. of me through the pandemic. Whereas now Twitch, uh, I'm doing well enough that I can actually start working on my album again. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, and, that is really cool. Uh, the thing that really surprised, because you know, with the pub gigs and stuff like that, I play covers, people don't really care for, you know, my own project and stuff like that. So having people on Twitch actually ask me first thing to play my original songs and asking me, you know, wanting to be a part of that, being like, I'm donating because I'd like you to release yeah. the next single and stuff like that is absolutely incredible to me. And where do you um, get the inspiration for those original songs? Oh, just everyday life. I have so much just to something say. You see on, just something you see on the street, a dream you have, anything? Oh, but I'm just a very emotional person. And <laughs> that has been my outlet songwriting in the first place. That has been yeah. my outlet for like 10 years. So um, I, I wrote a lot of songs just because I need to let emotions out and process them. But generally comes from my own life, whatever happens, um, usually when it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are those are the most authentic, un- authentic views you know authentic bro authentic dude i only <laughs> i got i got you it's okay authentic hey, i got you. i don't know okay. i don't know how i graduated from high school or college <laughs> my my english is terrible i'm just gonna put that out there for all it's the all viewers good, and bro. listeners i got you thanks mason I, that's why i'm here it's authentic i don't it's, yep. you know it's not authentic that's my guy that's my dictionary <laughs> over there but yeah no i i think songs that actually come from the heart and come from real life experiences are the best stories 
Yeah, I make them more dramatic than they are. Most well, you have well. to. Yeah, I mean, yes. you, usually, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I've talked to a couple of songwriters now. It comes from something inspires it. And then you take that and you make it relatable and, you know, more, I don't know, what's the word, juicy and, and catchy? Yeah, I don't think I also, I don't think I often actually try to be relatable. I think a lot of my lyrics only make sense to me, but I don't, because I write in such a way that it's an outlet in the first place. But if I, if it can touch even one person, like that's enough for me. Yeah. Um, I don't think I need to. I don't, I don't feel the need to be relatable. Right. Um, I actually don't don't I don't write a whole lot about I don't know breakups and stuff like that. Like I don't find a lot of inspiration from that. Actually, I, I do a lot more within you know my self awareness and my self inspection and my mental health and stuff like that. Um, I mean that's the whole theme of my first album as well. But I think. And I think maybe that's also what people like on Twitch is that I'm, it's something that people have said to me often after gigs and stuff like that, is that I'm very open and honest and I talk about mental health a lot and it gives people a sense of like, oh yeah, she's a normal person like us, but also she sends sad songs, you know? So yeah, um, I mean, with you talk about mental health and obviously COVID's been tough for what, seven point, however many billion people in the world now. What, how did you, what was your outlet, you know, because it sounds to me, it sounds like your dream and, and your, your job were taken without <clears throat> any ability to predict or even have half of an idea of what was going to happen. How did you find your way out, out of that? I mean, it's, that's a tough hole to dig out of. It was tough, man, because I was like, I was so busy pre-pandemic and I was burning out a little bit so I, I enjoyed the first few weeks actually it was like right. cool let's do nothing and watch Netflix and not feel guilty <laughs> um but afterwards I you know I was eager to like get back onto working on the album and like concentrate on that and use that free time but it was like okay but I can't pay people properly and I don't want to be the person asking other struggling musicians for discounts and such things like that but um I don't know I guess I just I wrote a lot and I still do and I always have and that's kind of my main outlet to sort of process my emotions and I journal a lot I mean write right through it right get out of it with your put your feelings on paper and then sing them and then make other people hear them <laughs> basically yeah basically yeah that's, I mean that's awesome and that's the thing about Twitch too um I've people who have been watching our show who don't know a lot about or listening to our show who don't know a lot about the streaming world are starting to realize uh, the diversity of it. And, mm -hmm. you know, like you're, you're streaming from the UK and you've got two American dudes who just started a podcast that popped into your stream. You're like, damn, this girl is pretty cool. She, she sings some good music. Let's get her on a show. And we've had people on from gamers to musicians to couples to, you know, all any type of race, any type of person, it doesn't matter. That's yeah. what streaming brings to the world. And to me, it's kind of like, at least in America, I don't know, it's, it's a little worse here right now, but everyone's divided. And, and in my opinion, streaming brings a community together. And oh, completely. that's, that's yeah. why we're doing this. We quickly realized it's not about the views. It's not about the listens. It's more about meeting people who are, you know, prevalent in a community and connecting with them and building a community with everyone. So it's not just a podcast where we're trying to make some money or do something. It's more like a network we're trying to build and and have people connect with each other because that's what we need right now. Everyone needs that. We all do. I mean, I definitely feel like I have friends all over the world now. It's that's exactly that's amazing. 
Yeah, That's we amazing. we had we had a couple on last week, uh, Johnny and Heidi, and we just heard an amazing story from them. And they're just genuine people. And I ended up playing a game with Johnny after we we played some Fortnite together. And I've you know DM'd Heidi and Johnny on Instagram and. I now feel like a part of their network. And that's, that's the, that's the beauty of all of this. You know, we're yeah. out here trying to find a way to connect people from across the world and, and just bring them together. And you I can mean, do what's that. What's crazy is when my, one of my friends first told me you should get on Twitch, I was like, cause I'd done, you know, the odd Facebook live at the beginning of lockdown. I was like, they're not that great. Like people don't really care. People don't really. And he was like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Twitch is completely different in that sense. Like you're going to build a great community on there. You're going to thrive. You're going to do well. Like just have a look at these people. Look at how they're doing it. Look at how different it is. And it's so true. Like, I mean, I've been on social media for so long. I grew up with it. It's my generation and all that. Mm. But I'd never found anything like that before, even in my YouTube days. Um, well, there's social media where you have people who just see what you're doing. And then there's Twitch or, or Mixer or YouTube, any of those streaming platforms, right? And that's where people don't just see what and how you're doing it. They talk to you. And even on days where you're down, you know, your chat might pick you up. Or on a day where you're, you have 400 viewers, your, your chat's just there and you're interacting with people. And you might say one thing that changes someone's life that day. Yeah. And that's, that's what's incredible. I mean, I, I just had like a new streamer experience of not being able to stream because my RAM was not working out. I couldn't stream and I was trying to figure it out for 45 minutes. People can hear me. And they stayed in the and I was like, I can't believe these people are sticking around to try and help me. It's loyalty. Like they could just they they could just move on to the next person, but they're out here and they're sending me bits to make me feel better. Like that's that's insane to me. Yeah. That that's there's awesome. a community of people that are so supportive of each other as well. Cause I see it in my Discord where, you know, someone would be like, I'm having a bad day because X, Y, and Z, and five other people who they don't really know each other, not not a lot yet at least. And they're just like trying to make themselves like make each other feel better, which is incredible to and me. And you know, something that's like huge in the world today is that cyberbullying thing. And 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 on the opposite side of it is yes, it is easy to hide behind a keyboard and say the most like horrible things to people, but it's also really easy to hide behind a keyboard and just say something that you might not say to your closest friend to some stranger. And, and like, 100%. they don't know you and, and people, you know, they say that to you and the fact that you're sitting there willing to listen to them and it could be, you know, a breakup to a, a family, you know, yeah. issue. And you're there, you're the person who's there to facilitate that and you're making impacts on people's lives, you know, and that's, and that's something that's just pretty cool. You just do it for three weeks and you're already taken off for it. Yeah. Have you ever yeah, met anyone I mean, from your, from your Twitch community? in person so i haven't yet but i'm actually about to this weekend this absolutely lovely guy who has been you know helping me out a lot being like you know i've been on twitch for years if you need any advice like give me a shout and stuff and we figured out that we actually live in the same city which is incredible because he found me completely randomly wow. but we live in the same city in england and he was like oh so you know what? i actually work in it let me have a look at your computer if you don't mind so we're actually meeting up for coffee this weekend there you go Wow. Which I'm so excited about. It's like, that's so cool that we've just been chatting online, figured out that we actually lived in the same place, like 20 minutes away from each other. That's awesome. It's and crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because the Twitch community 
at one point, you know, or from one perspective, it's, it can come from across the, the world, but at the same time, it can still be a small world, the same way any city or high school or college or anything can be, you know, it's, it's, yeah. we, we had a Clay Stelling on who was a, he's a Fortnite player. We had him on and then I popped into some other guy's chat to see if he was interested to come on the show. And the first person I see comment is Clay Stelling. And I'm like, I didn't know that he liked this guy. I just popped into a random chat and said, hello. And then I see that. So it's, it's crazy how small the community can be, but also yeah. how much you can expand it if you choose to. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. That's pretty incredible. Well, I, I, I don't want to, I know it's 1230 there. <laughs> I don't want to keep you too long. I, we want to thank you so much for coming on and, and just spending some time with us. And I, I'm sure there's going to be some people that hear this, that, um, hear your transformation from live gigs to online streaming and just dealing with what the world's thrown at us this year. And I'm, I'm yeah. sure you'll, you'll inspire some people with it. So I appreciate you coming on here. Thank you so much for having me. I've definitely had some friends already like message me be like, so what's this whole Twitch thing about? Can you teach me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's inspirational and you found a way in the darkest of times to continue your career and you found a way to do it. What sounds like might be pretty successful. It has been so far. It's still crazy to me. I can't wrap my head around it quite yet. It's, it's kind of crazy to me, but yeah, it's been incredible. For sure. well, best of luck from us. And, and thank you for coming on. We'll let you go ahead and get back to probably bed. <laughs> Yes. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Thanks Thank you so Mel. much for having me. All righty. Have a good night. Cheers.